Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is the Tyler Morgan Show on Relentless Daring Media Network. Welcome back to Land of Bourbon and Bad Decisions. This is the Tyler Morgan Show live and direct on twitch.tv slash Tyler Morgan Show. Or maybe you're checking this out on YouTube, youtube.com slash at the Tyler Morgan Show. I don't know why I just can't go with the Tyler Morgan Show there, but whatever. Uh, and also, you find me. Uh, under the page Relentless Daring over on Rumble, or maybe you're checking this out on your favorite podcast app, whether it be Apple, whether it be uh, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible. If you can listen to a podcast, you can probably find me there. So again, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching if you are using any of the video platforms. Um, Before I get into it, I just have to say coffee. Yes, that's right. Coffee, coffee, coffee. American Pride Roasters is the coffee partner of the Tyler Morgan Show. Um, I don't have a fancy flavor. I don't have a discount code or promo code, but I love talking about their amazing Amazing coffee. Um, my one of my personal favorites will always be the Teddy Roosevelt blend. So good. Um, maybe you're into more like the flavored coffees, dessert coffees. Um, they got some great ones there. Uh, Doc's Bacon Blast. You know, hints of bacon flavor to it. That just mwah, chef's kiss to die for. Oh my gosh, so many good flavors. Uh, maybe you uh, like some fruity kind of. A blueberry donut kind of flavor. Check out the Hamilton Burt. So many great flavors. Or maybe you uh maybe you're a fan of like uh, macadamia nuts. Uh, the Athamite blend is a uh, you know it's got the flavors of macadamia nuts mixed into it. So good. Check it out. Uh, that's you know made in honor of my buddy Keith Malinak over at the Blaze. Like I said, so many great flavors there. Check them out. APRCoffee.com. Historically great coffee now ladies and gentlemen if you're not aware it is june the 3rd i almost said march the 3rd that's weird my brain everywhere today um so again it is june the 3rd that means it is pride month so this is my big gay show no i'm not coming out as gay as i sean is over there in the uh live chat so, um, he knows I'm not gay. We've ate mini meal together at Fort Hood. I guess now it's uh, Fort Cavazos or Fort Cav for short, which makes sense. Fort Cavazos or Fort Cav being the home of the 1st Cavalry Division and the 3rd Cavalry Regiment. But, you know, me and Sean, we go back a few years. We homies, 
It's awesome. Glad he's hanging out in the uh, live chat right now. So, anyways, as far as this whole big gay show goes, yeah, we're just going to wing it. I do have some crazy stories. So, I want to start off with one that just, we see it every year. Come June 1st, everything gets rainbowified. It could be your favorite brand in all the world. You would never think in a million years it would rainbow flagify. And then on June 1st and for the next 30 days, that's all you see is your favorite brand that you thought would never go gay has now rainbow flagged. Uh, currently on Twitter, I've been trying to um, make my profile picture black and white. And uh, some reason on Twitter, it keeps saying, oh, we're trying to verify your account. Uh, we're re- it's under review, so you can't do anything right now. Whoo! Yeah, fun times. Because, yeah, that, that was my way of protesting everything. I just want to make just make a black and white picture. Maybe I can do that on the uh, at RD Media Pods. In fact, I'm pretty sure I could. I can get over there. I can black and white that one. No big deal. I can work out when I get a chance. But, anyways, we, we're so used to seeing all these companies in the U.S. and in their, some of their European accounts on their social medias, they change the profile pictures that everything's all rainbowed up. But you go to other parts of the world, like, uh, you know, the middle East, the, uh, the middle East, they, they, they really don't pride it up. It's almost like they don't want to lose money in the middle East, but, uh, they, they go with the Mr. Krabs approach. Uh, excuse me, why did you change your your logo to being all rainbowified? Money. That's all it is, really. Well, until it turns around and it bites you in the butt. For those of you who were not following along on the uh, Facebooks, Major League Baseball. They lasted 24 hours with the prideified logo and then they went back because they just got hammered and not in a good way uh longtime fans of major league baseball people who are sick of having this just thrown in your face all the time they laid into them and major league baseball not wanting to get the target or the bud light treatment immediately I say immediately, 24 hours after changing it over, they went back to their standard logo. No, no, no. Major League Baseball, they they understand where the majority of their income comes from. It is not from the rainbow jihadis. It is from everyday ordinary Americans who are sick and tired of having this, having any agenda just shoved in their faces crammed down their throats, and so they pushed back. It's the reason why the Bud Light thing, they've lost like 28% of market cap in the last several weeks after the whole Dylan Mulvaney thing. It's the reason why Target stock prices have plummeted $12 billion in the last few weeks. 
The people who care, the people who shop there the most, the people who buy the product are going, you know what? Not worth it. I I don't want this constantly being just having my nose rubbed in it. And it's amazing to watch it happen. The fact that you know, when the market speaks, the market speaks loudly. And I know there's a lot of people, I have cancel culture. That's not free market. No, it's 100% free market. Because guess what? Just like you do not have to buy from any company that makes any product, and if a company makes makes a good product, but they make a dumb marketing decision, you can go, yeah, I'm not doing that. That is the free market. And when you have enough people who get involved in this free market who decide that, you know what, I'm tired of this and I'm not going to do it anymore. That's when stuff happens. It's not cancel culture. It's not some... Uh, like what the left likes to do with a lot of big shows that have big sponsors where they have bought emails. Pardon me. They have bought emails. And so when somebody, a Glenn Beck or a Sean Hannity or whoever says or does something that they find to be particularly egregious, that's when they put their bought emails to work and they copy paste a generic, oh, what they said was bad. You need to pull your advertising. And then they send in mass quantities all these bot emails to the marketing people at XYZ product or service. And then they freak out because, oh, my God, there's a groundswell of, of hate mail coming in. Oh, what are we going to do? And then they they start pulling advertising from these big shows, which fortunately for me, I don't have advertisers. If you're listening to this on podcast and at the start of the episode, the middle of the episode, and the end of the episode, if there is advertising that is being added, that is not my doing. I'll say that right now. So. If you're listening to this show and you're hearing advertising for things that you're like, yeah, I'm pretty sure Tyler doesn't buy into that. It is not my doing. That is a part of ACAST. That is part of their advertising platform. So, again, it's not something that I am choosing to put into it. It is what is there. I remember a few years ago, Buck Sexton having questions about Wow, we list your show on podcasts, and there's a whole bunch of ads that run during the show that that uh, don't seem like something that you would support or endorse. And yeah, he said the same thing. It, you know, if you're listening to it on iHeart, well, if you like, if you, if you're a big show that you are contracted with iHeart, but it's distributed to the other places, then guess what? Anything that you do a live read for that you have agreed to take on as a sponsorship or as a advertising partner, that's on you. That is money that you make as you know, the showrunner. 
everything that is aired by whoever the host platform is, that is making them money. I might catch a residual if enough people listen. You know, I, like I've, I've had ads that's like, if you have enough people listening, you can get a dollar for every thousand or whatever their metric is that they use. So, so yeah, before you come at me saying that I'm using all this stuff that I'm advertising stuff that is obviously going against my values is not my doing this will put that out there a little inside baseball, so to speak, but no, it, but again, it goes back to if I did have one of these live reads where I said something particularly egregious. I mean, I use the phrase rainbow jihadis. So let's just say the uh, LGBTQIA2 plus ad infinitum crazy people decide that, oh my God, he was so insulting to us. We... We, we need to hit up American Pride Roasters to say you need to stop working with him. Well, you know what, Dave, over at American Pride Roasters? He's probably not going to tell me to stop talking about his coffee. Because we're good like that. He's kind of on the same wavelength. That's the reason why he's agreed to let me talk about his coffee. And then when I buy stuff, he sends me, sends me a few extra goodies here and there. Again, no charge. But... That's the thing. When people use their voice and people use you know, their you know, use their dollars to really do the talking, this stuff can actually make a difference. Like I said, MLB is the third the third entity here in the last few months that have just shown how much speaking out and being clear and concise in your messaging can really move the needle on this. I've seen some people on social media talking about how this year they've noticed that the uh, you know the rainbow everything has not been near as bad as it has in the last few years. And I'm wondering how much of that is a lot of these companies going, holy crap. Look what happened to those guys. We don't want that to happen to us. Which I find absolutely astounding. That, you know, for what people want to say about the right, and, no, oh, the right's just manufacturing all these culture wars, man. It's not really a problem. In some places, we are actually winning. And, I know there's people going to be like, oh, hey, that's all anti-gay, just trans. Listen, you want to live your life. You want to go out there and do what you do. And you don't want to bug me. I don't want to bug you. I just don't want everything about your lifestyle just shoved in my face. If you're a chick who's into chicks, cool, keep it to yourself. If you're out in public and... You're holding hands and kissing, whatever. You're not the first. You're not the first couples to have ever had public displays of affection. Same thing with dudes. Same thing with the the tranny this, the trans that, the furries and whatever. 
What you do in the privacy of your home is your business. If you want to have a discussion with me about it, I will, I will in no uncertain terms, explain why I feel that this lifestyle choice or living, living in this way, I feel is wrong. But I'm not going to be insulting to you. I'm not going to speak down to you. I'm not going to denigrate you. However, when every day you turn on TV, doesn't matter what show it is. It can have, there's always some sort of odd storyline that plugs into it. Grey's Anatomy is one of the worst. My wife loves the show. I find it somewhat entertaining. And we were shocked that on like the second to last episode of this season, when there was a hookup, it was a straight couple. Now I'm sure they'd be like, well, it was interracial too, so it, that's progressivism. Well, yeah. People have been having interracial relations for ever. Part of the world we live in. So if you're if you're going to hold that up as uh, some sort of a big progressive victory, I think you're doing life wrong. But everything else, and it's like, well, this couple's gay. This couple's gay. This person has been on the show since like season three. It currently has a it friend. Oh. Well, they are non-binary. They, 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 they. It's like, oh, dear God. Commit. The whole idea that, oh, it is non-binary. No. You have a body that consists of either one of two things. It's either a male or it's a female. Occasionally, you have those people somewhere in the middle. You have the of all the all the acronyms that come after LGB, lesbian, gay, bisexual. There's only one that is truly like real, and it's not a and it's not a sexual identity. It's not a gender. It's not. Whatever, because it's a biological condition. That's called intersex. I know you're smart people. You wouldn't listen to my show if you weren't. Well, maybe you're a smart person listening to me because I'm a dumbass and you want to make fun of the dumbass. That's cool. I can live with this. I'm glad I'm entertaining you. Please, if you're entertained by my dumbassery, patreon.com slash Tyler Morgan Show. Sign up there. Five bucks a month, great. I appreciate every $5 bill you send my way, and you'll get access to, you know, extra content, early access to interviews, stuff like that. But I digress. See, the, the, the only people outside of lesbian, gay, and bisexual who really actually mean anything like I said, are intersex. These are people who are legitimately born with partial anatomy of both sexes. 
And then I can see where that creates issues because a lot of times parents go, um, yes, yeah, snip the dingle dang off. We'll, we'll raise the baby as a girl. And then as the baby grows up, turns to a child and developmentally is a boy. That's not trans person. It's not. They were born with partial organs of both. Parents chose one and ah, they chose wrong. You know, those are people I truly feel for because imagine you have, you were you know, legitimately, legitimately assigned female at birth. But then as you de- begin to grow, you hit puberty, you start, you go from being a little girl and suddenly your voice is dropping. You're developing a giant Adam's apple. You have facial hair. You're building big muscles. That's odd. I thought I was a girl. I don't even have boobs. These are people who have legit issues and they, if they want to do a, you know, sex change operation because they legitimately have, for medical reasons, do not match the body they have, treat them. But because mommy raised you up as a girl from when you were seven years old, but you are a boy, and then, you know, when you're a teenager, you're wanting to have these treatments, I'm not so much. It's not that hard of a concept to go, you know, we should really talk about this before we just go headlong into things. Granted, uh, now this is outlawed in places like, I don't know, Great Britain now, where they realized there were so many teenagers who were going tran- undergoing transition treatment that... And then they were seeing a spike of young adults who were committing suicide that they went, yeah, well, let, let's roll back on this. Let's stop and we'll take a section, take a section of, uh, or take a second and we'll you know, look at the data here and see what's going on. It turns out when you have teenagers who go to a therapist and they say, you know, I think I might be trans. Okay, here's your drugs. That's it. You're not going to ask about other things going on. You're just going to hear, I think I'm the opposite gender, and you're going to throw puberty blockers at me and try to get me into surgery. Yeah, it turns out it's having a really negative effect on uh, society as, as, as a whole. So in England, they don't do that anymore. Now, where are the liberal yuppies who are like, oh, no, we should be more like Europe. If we were more like Europe, we wouldn't be having this problem. Well, if you if we were more like Europe, oh, my God, let's not even talk about abortion because you would be losing your minds. In Europe, where abortion in most countries is banned past, what, the 12th to 18th week? With the exception of severe health issue to the mother. 
You just can't go, ah, I don't want to be pregnant anymore. Uh, let's go to the clinic and get that thing sucked out of here. You can't do that. Which I think is great because babies are a good thing. And just imagine all the crazy people who are pro-abortion who, when I say they intersect with the people who are, you know, pro LGBTQQIA2 plus ad infinitum, they intersect. Yeah, and then you start wondering, hey, if you're such an ally to them, why are you running the risk of killing off more of them before they're even born? You want to talk about the right is hateful, the right is a threat to the trans community, the gay community, the lesbian, the bi, the two the two-spirit, the, I don't even know what the heck that is over there because I've never seen it before. And, ugh, don't want to see it again. You know, we're such a threat, but at the same time, you advocate for policies that could literally be killing off the next generations of the rainbow community. Let's stop and think about that for a second. But then again, you you look at comments that came out recently that uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg made in 2009. Pardon me. I'm on medicines. I just have my stomach all in a mess here. Um, She came out in 2009 talking about how uh, with, with the Hyde Amendment, you know, preventing... Medicare, Medicaid money from going towards abortions. And she thought, well, that'd be a great thing because then it'd be more unwanted people that we don't have to have. I don't have the exact quote, but it was very, very Margaret Sangerish. Suddenly, wait, what? How do you not want more people, period. Or how can you have this whole Malthusian view that, yeah, we don't want those people, so yeah, if we just abort them before they're born, we're good. Kind of like how prostitutes or just promiscuous women would be declared insane, and the only way to treat the insanity, hysterectomy. You have been sterilized for the rest of your life because you're undesirable. It's such a crazy, crazy world that we are in. I'm going to take a quick break, and I will be right back. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, Relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. All right, so before I get back into it, I'd like to apologize for hitting the wrong button on my board. Starting music for a group that I am no longer affiliated with. I just need to delete that one off my board. It happens, but first, if you're watching this on video, you see that I am developing a nice, full, and luscious beard. And Tyler, how do you get such a nice, well-groomed, and obviously well-cared-for beard. Well, that's because I use Blue Collar Beardsman Beard Oil. It is, I've never been big into beard oils before. Um, I always thought they were kind of hokey, kind of like this hipsterish thing. Yeah, I got beard oils with you. It's so nice. Oh. But you know what? When my nephew started developing Blue Collar Beardsman, of course, at the time, I really didn't know what he was doing doing he's kind of doing it off the side and you know in secret developing this he spent two years coming up with the best blend of oils that will you know condition and soften and just keep your beard or your mustache in tip-top condition and as well as developing scents that you know you're not going to just smell like just plain oil or it's going to be overpowering or the sense is going to kind of fade after a few minutes. And so he ended up developing blue collar beardsman and his beard oils are absolutely amazing. I love them. Uh, currently I am using the provider. The provider is a scent that came for, that was released for June for father's day. It is by is one of these uh, subscription Sense that you can get, or you can buy it outright for a little bit more of a premium. I think it's 20 bucks a bottle for the standard flavors. And then if they have it in stock, $25 to get the, uh, get the limited release flavors without signing up for a subscription. Now I subscribe. I also have the advantage of, I don't have to pay that shipping fee because I'm literally across town. So he, he came out and hand-delivered it to me. But it's absolutely amazing. The oils that they come up with and the scents, outstanding. You know, last month they had the Sparky, which is like uh, a lemon-lime soda with a little bit of race fuel and uh, Sour Patch Kids. Love it. I still have the bottle of it in the bathroom. You know, again, the provider has a very... Uh, like rustic log cabin, kind of almost a sandalwood smell to it. If you uh, if you enjoy the smell of sandalwood, you would absolutely love this. It is such great product. Check them out, bluecollarbeardsman.com. Blue Collar Beardsman, beard oils that work as hard as you do. So, all right, getting back into the things, um, 
I mentioned the culture war. One of the big culture war issues that has popped up in the last year or so is this whole family-friendly drag shows. Now, I've seen clips of them where you have small children putting dollar bills into the underwear and the costumes of the performers. And I really don't see how that is very family-friendly, not to mention it teaches children to objectify people who are dancing that, oh, I can just, I can just buy my, you know, half-naked entertainment, $1 bill at a time. I really, it, it's horrible messaging considering what we try to teach kids when it comes to how we treat people in general. Um, you know, we're get so big with uh, me too, me too, me too. Don't treat women a certain way. Don't treat men a certain way. But then we do the exact opposite when it comes to these uh, drag story hours, drag, uh, drag story times, all of this garbage. So the state of Tennessee, they passed a law to make it illegal to perform these shows in public venues where anyone can see it. So at a library out on the street corner, this seems perfectly reasonable to me. You wouldn't, you wouldn't want to be walking with your kid down the street. And then suddenly there is some, some lady half naked on a polished brass pole, shaking her wares for the world to see. I don't think that would be unreasonable to not want to have out in public. I mean, if you want to charge, you know, patrons a cover charge to go into a building and engage in that commerce, by all means, do that. But when you set up in a restaurant, a library, uh, in the middle of a parade, doing all this stuff, then, yeah, I, I really don't think you have a lot of room to complain. Well, unfortunately, we did have someone who complained in Tennessee. Federal judge ruled on Friday that Tennessee law banning drag shows in public or in places where children could view them is unconstitutional. Finding that violates freedom of speech protections. Hmm, I'm sure... A U.S. District Judge Thomas Parker, a Donald Trump appointee. We'll point that out. For a lot of the people, I haven't touched any of the election stuff since uh, Ron DeSantis came out and stepped into the ring between Trump and DeSantis. That might be next week, or maybe if I get a chance tonight, I'll record a bonus episode for... Uh, Patreon going into that, but I digress. U.S. District Judge Thomas Parker said in his ruling that the law which Governor Bill Lee signed in March is both unconstitutionally vague and substantially overbroad. The law says, quote, adult cabaret performances, end quote, or says that the an adult cabaret performance is unlawful if it happens on public property. So again, the street corner, a public library, a school, 
places like that, or a location where the performance could be viewed by a person who is not an adult. So again, protecting kids. You cannot take your kids to the titty bar. Why can you take your kids to a drag show where a dude with, you know, fake boobs is jiggling his fake boobs for the kids to see? Or like that one drag queen story hour, you had the monkey with the uh, the dildo attached in the uh, anatomically correct place. You haven't seen images of that. Um, yeah, dildo monkey will haunt your will haunt your dreams and destroy your nightmares. It is horrible. It defines such performance as one that is harmful to minors and includes topless dancers, exotic dancers. Basically, they're in bras and bras and underwear, and it's a uh, an enticing and erotic performance. Strippers and male or female impersonators. Parker had issued a preliminary injunction at the end of March to block the law from taking effect. He agreed with Friends of Georgia's, a Memphis-based theater group that produces drag performances, comedy sketches, and plays, that the state's Adult Entertainment Act could apply just about anywhere. It should. Friends of Georgia's argued that the law would violate its free speech and put its members at risk of felony charges over the shows that it has held for years. Okay, again, if you're holding the shows at a venue where adults are paying a cover charge or whatever, they're being charged admission and it's being housed in a private place and it's adults only, I don't have an issue. It is not. You are entertaining people in ways I don't want to be entertained. But keep in mind, if some dude on the street goes and whips his wang out in front of kids, he's going to go to jail. Whereas, you know, you if you're a drag performer, putting on a very erotic, ex- explicitly adult cabaret performance, for children? That is free speech? I don't think so. I would have people asking some very serious questions if I were to take little Jimmy with me down to the, uh, pardon me, down to the, uh, to the porn store. There would be issues. And people talk about, oh, you think everything is grooming. Well, okay. Let, let's break this down, shall we? The actual definition of grooming, okay, I don't have the actual definition. I'm going to sum up as best I can, is the slow exposure to a concept or an act that sl- that desensitizes the victim of the grooming 
to that act or that concept until it becomes something that is acceptable. Now, whether it is a cult, I mean, if if you look at how certain religions work to where you're slowly being convinced that you're paying all this money into this fund is good and it will protect your eternal soul. But as long as you just keep throwing money at money at it. And Oh, by the way, you can't look at any websites, listen to any podcasts, watch any television shows that say bad things about our religion. If that sounds kind of Tom Cruise to you, it is purely coincidental. Purely coincidental. But yeah, that would be grooming. Um, when it comes to developing um, de- developing espionage assets, there are things that people look for, kind of like with um, you know tricking young women and young men into human trafficking. There are red flags that catch the groomer's eyes and they slowly use those to get the person to do what they want. If you are exposing children to blatantly sexual acts at a, any age and you're normalizing that behavior to them to the, and then suddenly they're starting to man- have their ways of thinking manipulated. Well, maybe that is me. Well, maybe that's not so wrong. That is grooming. It, it's no different than using those vulnerabilities and slowly bringing a concept or an act such as, such as sex. Yes, I know. I am being very explicit with the whole sex thing. Using sex to, you, you, you broach the concept and you, you play on vulnerabilities of your potential victim. You start using physical contact. You normalize that physical contact and you just slowly start working up until next thing you know, you are engaged in a very illegal, very inappropriate relationship with someone whom you should not be, whether it is a child, whether it is a coworker, whatever. This is a, it's horrible behavior. And the minute a state goes, you know, this might not be grooming, but if you can't show porn in the city park, you can't walk around handing out, you know, hustlers and playboys and, whatever to kids at the park, you shouldn't be able to do this at the park. And like I said, a Trump appointed judge. Uh, Donald Trump, he gave us good judges. Did he? Did he really? I mean, you look at what's going on with the January 6th defendants in DC and some of those judges handling those cases are Trump appointed judges and they're sucking very badly. 
Uh, but it is what it is. But again, Tennessee made the attempt, and I hope to God they go, okay, we're going to be very explicit in what we say. And it might be overbroad, but by golly, when we make it overbroad, we are just going to just annihilate everything. And finally, the last story I'm going to get into, this is the story I actually thought I was going to talk about the most. Yes, the last one I'm getting to. Eh, losing my mind here. Uh, Vermont settles with, or Vermont school settles with family over biologically male trans student. A Vermont school district punished a father and daughter for speaking out against a, di- a, a diabolical, ah, a biological male in the girls' locker room. Now, the Daily Signal has learned the district has settled with the Allen family and what its legal team is hailing as a resounding victory. The settlement requires Vermont School Board's insurance trust to pay $125,000 in damages and attorney's fees and costs to Travis Allen and Jessica Allen on behalf of their daughter, Blake Allen, and their attorneys with the Alliance Defending Freedom. Under the settlement, the district will reinstate Travis Allen, the father as as middle school soccer coach, and will scrub any records of discipline against Travis Allen and daughter Blake from school records. All right, so basically, their daughter Blake was in the locker room and a trans student, a biological male student, who apparently was fully intact, was in there as well. When she, as a student, and he, as a teacher, as a school employee, said, hey, you know what? This isn't right. You know it's not right, and we are going to speak up and say something about it. Well, the school proceeded to kick the daughter out, and fire the dad. Because how dare you, how dare you call a she a he when she is clearly a he, but is a she and the the brain says blah, 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 blah. It's also confusing. Further, the settlement requires the Orange Southwest School District board and school officials named in the Allen's lawsuit to remove any content posted online by the school related to the locker room business as well as from the bulletin board or boards at Randolph Union Middle and High School displaying love and support messages to the trans-identifying student. The ADF hailed the settlement as a huge win for the Allen family. The settlement of Blake and Travis Allen's case is a resounding victory for freedom of speech. Phil Seckler, senior counsel at ADF, told the Daily Signal on Thursday, calling a male a male shouldn't have cost Travis his job and gotten Blake kicked out of school. We are, we are very glad the school agreed to do the right thing by giving Travis his coaching job back and dropping the discipline against Blake. Everyone has the right to speak freely, and we are grateful that this settlement further protects that right. In their lawsuit filed in October, the Allens said they were punished for expressing their view on a matter of profound public concern, whether a teenage male who identifies as female, should be permitted to change in a girl's locker room regardless of the discomfort experienced by the girls in that room. Which, 100%. And how hard is it to look to the case in Virginia where you had the trans boy, or I say the trans girl who you know is a boy, 
went into a girl's bathroom and sexually assaulted a student. Not just once. No, 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 no. The, the story that garnered all the attention because the father of the victim was arrested and drug out of a school board meeting for having the audacity, the temerity, nay, the balls, to stand up in front of that school board and call them out on it. Because what was he calling out? Oh, the fact that that student who assaulted his daughter was at that school because he was transferred for sexually assaulting a girl in a bathroom at another school. Yeah. Because Believe me, I believe there are people who legitimately believe they are in the wrong body. I got it. Mental health is a is a huge thing. And I get sometimes when treat and treating certain mental health issues, you you kind of have to, you know, go with the delusion or else you're just going to stop anything, any progress. But At the same time, if I had survived an IED blast, I keep going back to this story, or not the story, but this example, because it's the best example I have. If I survived an IED blast when I was in Afghanistan, but I thought my leg should have been amputated, I should have lost my leg. the doctors would not be uh, acting in my best interest if they played along. Oh, well, yes, you should have lost your leg. And you know, here, we'll go, we'll go amputate the knee just to, you know, just so, you know, your brain matches your body. No, we wouldn't advocate that. You, what people would advocate for would be me to get counseling and to get therapy needed to realize, no, I survived that. I didn't lose my leg. I shouldn't have lost my leg because, you know, when it went off, it was 30 feet from me and I got peppered with a little bit of shrapnel, but I didn't suffer any catastrophic injuries. This would be stuff that I would have to go through therapy for. To help me realize that, no, this this isn't real. This is all in my head. Yet when it comes to the, you know, you know, transing the kids, the minute they even think about, and I brought this up earlier in the show, the minute you even think about what, you know, I may be this... They don't go, okay, that's good. Let's do some talking. What's your home like? What's your home life like? What what are your other where are you mentally? 
you know, I want you to do this little survey for me. Let's see, do you have uh, anything going on that could possibly be causing uh, some other issues? And you're just kind of, you know, maybe you're just kind of grasping at stuff for, you know, to get some, uh, some form of attention that you feel that you're lacking. And do it in a way that is from the heart. Do it from a way that is not condescending, not derogatory. And see if maybe this young man or young woman isn't going through something at home. Isn't going through another mental health crisis that is leading to, well, maybe if I do this, my life will be better. But thankfully, that school district settled, and they agreed, yeah, we were in the wrong on this. So, and, you know, that girl got put back in school. That dad got his job back. Although, I don't know how willing I'd be to go back to a school that would fire me for advocating, not just for my kid, but for all the kids. All right, so that's going to wrap it up for this week's show. Thank you for joining me on my Big Gay Gay Show. Because it's Pride Month, and you have to have one Pride episode. And if I can find a way to rainbow out, you know, a picture to do on, you know, for my, you know, for the thumbnail for the YouTubes and Rumbles, I will do that. Until then, it's probably going to be a screen grab from sometime during the filming. But anyways, thank you so much for joining me. Um, If you're listening to this on podcast, Oh, excuse me. Again, the same four things I ask every week. Please hit the subscribe, follow, get updates button, whatever. Whatever your uh, platform says. They know like uh, because Apple started doing a premium system where subscribe means you actually pay, which I'm not on that. Um, you can do that. You know, subscribe or hit the follow or the plus button. Again, whatever it is. So subscribe, follow, whatever. Then please rate the show. I'm looking for five stars. I'll accept four, three, and below. We need to have a talk. Hit me up on Twitter. DM me at fake Tyler Morgan or at RD Media Pods. And, you know, my DMs are open on both of those. You just hit me up. Say, yeah, I need to talk to you. I think you're only a two. Whatever. We'll have a nice conversation. It'll be awesome. Then once you have rated it, Please write a review, say something nice, kind of kind of fluff a little bit, a little exaggeration, never killed anybody. And then once you have done that, please share this episode, share the show in general with someone who you think will like it. Send it to someone who you think will absolutely hate it, and you want to get under their skin, because I enjoy hate and discontent. <laughs> oh, where did that evil laugh come from? That's weird. Anyways, and if you're watching this on YouTube or Rumble, please hit the subscribe button. I'm not going to make all the sound effects. Oh, smash that button. I ain't going to do that. That's dumb. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the hit the bell for notifications. That way, every week when the new episode goes up, boom, you get, you get an alert saying, hey, just put a new show on. You can check it out. Again, thank you so much, very much for listening. And as always, stay relentless. 
Tyler Morgan Show is a relentless, daring media production. The Tyler Morgan Show is supported by its listeners. To support the show, go to ko-fi.com slash Tyler Morgan Show to donate there or relentlessdaring.com and hit the donate button at the top of the page to set up your donation. All music used in the Tyler Morgan Show is used with permission from purpleplanet.com. Link in the show notes. 2 Timothy 1.7 Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.